Well, good morning, KHI agents. I hope you're doing well this morning. I hope you've had a good week. This is Lynn Schrader, and uh, this is our monthly market updates, also known as MMU, right? It's a mouthful to say monthly market updates. Hey, yeah, it's February, right? So how can you not acknowledge love is in the air? And <laughs> I don't know if you guys have plans and you take your special one out or do anything special on February 14th. Um, I know I'm going to be traveling on February 14th, so I'm not going to be home. But um, you know what, you guys? I hope you're showing love like every day, right? So I don't know. We just we've been around so long that <laughs> we just say, "Yep, it's another day." Uh, love you, love you too. Uh, but you know what else? I wanted to tell you guys. You know, sometimes I say, "Hey, I love you guys," and I do. And you know, I love this quote by Thomas Aquinas, who said, "Love is willing the good of the other." And, you know, whether you think about your neighbor, like your true neighbor or the neighbor on the street, um, that kind of neighbor or um, a loved one, a family member, isn't that amazing definition of love to will the good of another is love. And uh, anyway, so I love you guys. You know that I uh, I will your good. I, I only wish well for you guys and uh, I keep you in my prayers and uh, I really do. So uh, so let's get going. And you know what? As we look at our agenda today, I thought, hey, it's also the second month of the year. How are you doing on any of your goals that you set for 2023? So I have to tell you, right, I told you guys, and I, many of you shared with me that you're also doing uh, some kind of reading the Bible in a year. It's ironic. Brenda's doing it as well. I think her church is doing a series, and there's so many options out there for you. And so how are you doing on your goal? I just did my little podcast of my Bible in a year uh, this morning on the way into work. And we're like day 41, I think it is. So it's it's crazy. Like we're, we're a whole month in and um, and it's it's awesome. So I hope you're doing well against your goals, whatever those are, business, personal, family, et cetera. But a good time to pause and just say, yeah, how am I doing? And if you failed, pick yourself back up, right? And get back on the horse. So um, we just want to be here to encourage you. And I told all of you, I'll be an accountability partner for you if you need help on anything. So um, you just let me know. And, and thanks so many of you for reaching out. I've got lunch dates scheduled, uh, coming to see you guys. Uh, Marty and I are, have gotten some uh, visits scheduled. So I'm going to be coming to see some of you with Marty. Some of it's just me coming to see you. So uh, anyway, uh, here we go. So you know the agenda. For those that are new and joining us, um, here it is. So uh, we'll go ahead and get started. And uh, the first thing I want to do is welcome a new team member to KHI. <coughs> Excuse me. Her name is Kathy Robinson, and we're so happy to have her. She's really going to be here to support our agents. Really, I'm going to say in southern Iowa, perhaps. Um, we've got our uh, folks in Fort Dodge that many of you are used to ha having help with. You, you sometimes use us as your referral partner which is wonderful, and Kathy's here to help out in that capacity as well in our Johnston office. So uh, a big warm welcome to Kathy Robinson, and so happy to have her. Uh, she came from uh, the American Enterprise uh, space, an agency within American Enterprise, so right here in town. Um, and so she, yep, she's, a, she's really a Medicare uh, expert, but also will be learning the under 65 market, both Kathy and Christy here in our office. We'll be here to support you guys if you have any of those uh, referrals. And uh, just we're here to help out and take care of your clients for you. Okay. All right. And uh, next, <clears throat> we're doing something different. You've probably seen it where Kaylee is going to be sending out these emails for the webinars that you can get registered for. So she stopped sending one email out for one webinar. She sent out these two webinars, these two announcements, if you will. The first one, is for our marketing Mondays. That's what we do every Monday from 11 to 12, uh, most Mondays, right? And so we've got some things upcoming. We'll see that on the next slide. And then the other one is register for all of these monthly market updates for the rest of the year. And you can do that uh, right there on our portal. And she has that kind of promoting those all in one email. So you don't get too many emails from us. We know we send out a lot. There's that little link right there that you can use and um, get registered. So um, kind of be watching out for that. So as I said, here are the marketing Mondays. These are from 11 to 12, most Mondays. Uh, the next one we have, we have a new Medigold rep coming up on Monday. So we'll uh, meet our rep there. She's Her name's Michelle, and um, she's doing a great job. 
In fact, any of you that um, that are Catholic, I'll just say this, because Medigold, of course, is tied to the Mercy System, and they are owned by um, Trinity, which is a Catholic organization. Um, we, we're talking about putting together a program to advertise in church bulletins and do kind of a co-op thing where I can get them to pay some, and so you just pay a fraction of it. If you've got interest in that, uh, reach out to me, but we, we might be talking more about that on Monday at the call on Monday. So um, if you're interested there, reach out. Um, it, of course, it's not just for Catholics, but if you know a Catholic or you happen to <laughs> have interest in a certain bulletin at a Catholic parish, that they're they're we like those are really well known those bulletins, and now they're available online as well. So then we're excited to bring you on February 27th the Crush Your Social Media post. So. Um, if you're not doing much with that or want to enhance that, give a holler back. And then um, March 6th is for Medico, and they're right here. They're owned by American Enterprise, right? Um, right here in Des Moines, and so they've been having some rock star rates um, in, in at least in many areas across the state of Iowa. So we finally we, we have a rep. Okay, she's out of Omaha, but you know their home office is right here downtown, and. Um, they're kind of doing some good things. So that can be helpful when you're trying to get somebody a really good rate on their sub. Um, and yep, don't forget they're all recorded and out on our website if you happen to miss them. Just mark your calendar to go back in. And then here's the monthly market update. So um, you can see where we're at through there. And yep, all of it, you can register through the KHI agent portal. And thanks for joining me on these, you guys. Uh, so I know I usually get a good 50 of you on the call on, on these once a month Fridays. And uh, many of you do go back and listen um, if you if you missed today. So, all right. So, so Kaylee just wanted to make sure too that you all know where do we house these recorded webinars. So, if you go, um, as you know, in many places you can you can get to the same thing from multiple ways. So, on this one, when you just scroll down, when you're on the main KHI agent portal, and you'll see recorded webinars where she's got the red box around it, and um, and then when 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 uh, Kaylee has to put these recordings somewhere, either they're carrier specific, and that makes sense if it's Medigold or Medic, Medico um, coming up, but what if it's, you know, boost your um, your social media, crush your social media posts, right? So those we call agency boosters. So you'll notice the goal setting one I did in January. If you didn't sit in on that and you don't know what I'm talking about, you can go back and listen in on that, as well as the individual market lessons learned. We've got that one. That would be under agency boosters. And the succession planning one I just did Monday this week is under agency boosters. So, uh, And, of course, with uh, compliance, we've got a separate tab there for group compliance. So you can see the choices there. And the second way you can pull it is just check out. It says recorded webinars. Once you click into the site, you'll see that um, navigation bar at the top. And then you'll be able to see the recorded webinars from there instead of having to go all the way back out to the home page. All right, just want to make sure you knew where to find those on the KHI agent portal. And grow your business, stay tuned. We are still wrapping up, believe it or not, closing out numbers from 2022. So we should have that done here. I think we're waiting on a final Wellmark group report, and we need that because we need to be able to populate the number of lives on those groups, which is how we get to our final grow your business number for our snapshot for 1-1. And uh, so those will be coming really soon. And as a reminder, um, that is on Friday, March 24th, our Partners in Excellence Awards Dinner. And we're super excited about this, you guys. We've had so much uh, interest from our carrier partners in supporting KHI and all of our agents. And you guys know why? Because you guys rock. That's why. You know what? Our carrier partners love us. And it's such a great feeling. I'll share with you a little bit later. We had a, a great meeting with health partners in our office yesterday, and of course we meet monthly with Wellmark. We had a meeting with UHC this week, but they continually talk about you guys, the, the type of agents you are and how you take care of your clients. And anyway, I just wanna say, this makes my job, Brenda's job, our, all of our staff just awesome because we get to work with people like you. I mean, I come home every night and Andrew's like, how was your day? And I go, amazing. Like I had a fantastic day because I get to work with people like you and excellent carrier partners. So. Um, anyway, more to come on that. And if you don't know what I'm talking about on this, give me a call or shoot me an email. <laughs> Let's talk about how to get you here to this event next year. 
And now, I told you guys about this last month, but I'm, I'm super excited, too, about this. Can you tell I'm super excited today? Um, anyway, we've got our continuing ed in golf. Now, I had to add the poker in there because um, some people might look at me funny like, what? But you, those that have been there, you know what I'm talking about. We just have so much fun, and it is not about who can play the best golf game, although I will call out if Mike Vobble's on the call. He's a pretty serious golfer, so I send him on ahead. Like, you go play and be serious because the rest of us, are going to play radios and maybe disrespectful when somebody's in their backswing, okay? But no, we just, we have a lot of fun. And so take a look at the eight locations, once again, that we have identified. Uh, we did make a move up. Sheffield is having some issues. Thank you, Tanya Lorbach, if you're on the call, for letting us know there's some construction up there that's anticipated in June. And so we're looking to move that to another venue. And, and Kaylee's still working on that. Um, so thanks, Mark Ebling, for your uh, feedback on that, uh, since you're from that area. But otherwise, we've got several confirmed um, and glad to be back. I think that was the only change that we had. Otherwise, we're pretty much back where we were last year, and um, we'll keep going with those events. So all right. Uh, yeah, registration not yet, but coming. Maybe just mark your calendar. Okay, uh, keeping on with our announcements here, of course, our 1099s. Uh, were sent out to you guys on January 23rd. We have been using tax1099.com for, I think, a few years now. It just is so much simpler than us uh, emailing everything out. We, we, we use this web portal to do it for us. Um, but note that the email is coming from no reply at tax1099.com. So do a search or check your spam. Um, if for some reason you're not able to find it, I know Nicole um, had sent out, there's the email. Uh, that she had sent out. We just have a little snapshot of that. And it looks like that was sent on the 23rd. Um, so she sent the email along with those tax1099.com um, forms. So anyway, instructions are in there from KHI. If you don't have any of that, of course, you can always reach out to Nicole. Um, but I think you've got it. You maybe have it. So if you don't mind, please check your email first before calling Nicole. Um, if you're struggling to find it, of course, we'll resend. Okay. But good reminder there as we start to get our tax documents put together for 2022. And you know what? Um, this was a great update from Kaylee because some of you are not receiving our email blast. Some of you say we send too many. We're trying to do better on that and only send you know those that we need. But we try to do a good job of putting in the subject line if it's individual, you know, if it's under 65 Medicare, if it's group um, or whatever, so you can delete. But if you're not receiving our email blast, something's wrong because we do communicate quite a bit. <laughs> so please um, either check your spam filters. There's a way you can whitelist us for sure. It's KHI Marketing at KHISolutions.com is generally where those emails are coming from. Uh, just give Kay You can give Kaylee a call. There's her number there, or you can email her as well. We can't tell who's, who's not getting through, right, or if it's, if it's been blocked in your system. So um, thanks for checking on that, because we definitely want to stay in touch with you guys. All right, Wellmark has an all markets alert here, and this is kind of a, a security issue. When you log into the Wellmark portal, and I don't know about you, but I have I have three logins, but you guys should have, if you're a Wellmark member and a broker, you're going to have at least two different logins, right, to get into the Wellmark site. And some of you might have another if you're, I don't know if you're depending, but anyway, um, it, you may get kicked kicked out like saying you need a new password and all they're doing here it's nothing wrong you didn't do anything wrong but just create a new password because they're holding everybody to these account uh, password standards and I know I got hit because mine was lame-o password into the Wellmark account and I think more and more you guys they're posting in there as you know you know protected health information client data etc so they really want to secure um, your login. So just know that that could happen too. If it does, there's the contact number right there. You, we can't help you with this, you guys. You got to call Wellmark Technology. So there's the number right there if you need assistance. I'm sure it'll be on that page if you try to log in. And it might hit people at different times or, hey, I just got in yesterday and today I can't get in or tomorrow. Okay. All right. Another announcement uh, NABIP is the old Iowa Association of Health Underwriters. It's now the National Association of Benefits and Insurance Professionals. And it is a mouthful, and I'm still trying to get used to saying NABIP, NABIP, and, and just say it a few times. It is kind of fun to say. But it does describe who we are better than health underwriters, right? 
So um, anyway, our the annual symposium is coming up April 12th and 13th. It's going to be here before we know it. It's just a couple months out. Um, it will be at Prairie Meadows. You can register. This link is hot. You can certainly just search it. That's what I did last night. I just searched, you know, <laughs> Health Underwriter Symposium. But that that is a hot link under the register button. Once you uh, get these slides, you'll be able to see that. Kaylee will post the slides, and so you'll have them. Um, the link is hot. But I, I love their tagline, the greatest wealth is health, building smarter healthcare, building a smarter healthcare consumer. So the greatest wealth is health. Isn't that so true? We take for granted our health so often until we don't feel well, and now we're like, wow, that really stinks. <laughs> so uh, we love, this is for health insurance professionals. And I always tell you guys, look, if you make at least $25,000 a year in this industry, because you might sell other products, I get it. But if you're selling 25 grand or more in the health insurance industry, you got to get plugged in and know what's going on so that you can continue to grow your health book um, and, and at least retain it, right? Okay, so that's the symposium. And then while I'm promoting our associations, right, the NAFA Iowa Day on the Hill is coming up in February. This is such a blast, you guys. And so I encourage you to come. Members, non-members can, can come. Um, there's the website that you can register at. We do like, it's just a one-day affair. Uh, you can come the night before. We are having a reception with our elected officials the night before. So on the evening of February 20th, I say evening, it's like late afternoon, right, into the early evening, um, or maybe it is, but anyway, <laughs> um, you can get registered for that. But yeah, we spend the morning kind of hearing from some speakers and kind of preparing us for what, what the day on the hill in the afternoon would look like. We have a little lunch. And then we get up to the Capitol and we have meetings with leadership, which is awesome. So we'll see if we can get into the governor's office or, or lieutenant governor. But normally we are for sure in with the majority leader, the House Speaker, uh, the president of the Senate. I mean, these are the folks we get in front of and they get to hear about our issues and concerns. So uh, mark that on your calendar if you can or get registered. I know I'll be there, Brenda. We'll be out in force um, for sure. Okay, let's jump into the employer group updates. These are my little monthly reminders. Make sure you know that Wellmark, ACA, um, small group new and renewals are due um, the new ones on February 13th, and that is for a March 1st effective date. Um, it's normally the 15th, but I believe the 15th falls on, uh, uh, let's see, is that right? For Well, okay, what? Oh, I apologize, you guys. I didn't get that date. So the 15th, that should be Wednesday, February 15th. I missed that. Ah, I got my 20th right. I update the slide every month, but it is Wednesday, February 15th for a March 1st effective date. So I'll get that corrected on these slides. Um, and then the renewals are Monday, February 20th. So um, those dates, that, that date is good. Don't forget AOR change forms are due on the 10th of the month. We just had another agent talk about, hey, I'm getting an AOR. Hello, you guys, today is the 10th. If you can get that AOR in by today, you'll be the uh, region of record effective on March 1. So it is always then the, the first of the month following if you can get that AOR change form in by the 10th. We're gonna talk about that again in the individual market in a little bit. But um, of course, UHC is Wednesday, February 15th. That's my, my mistake there uh, for March 1st. And then Health Partners, Unity Point Health is Monday, February 20th for all new and renewed groups, okay? Those are all our dates. And then don't forget on the DocuSign, if you're renewing, you guys don't need to really do anything anymore, but on new and or migrating groups, and we say new, of course, you know what new is, migrating could be those coming from the old grandmothered or grandfathered groups. Those do need to be signed and submitted in blue source. You need to after the group completes the DocuSign for new enrollments, okay? New enrollments and migrating groups, don't forget. Uh, super important, otherwise it could jeopardize your effective date, okay? Just a reminder there. Okay, and then on Delta Dental, today, February 10th, is the last day you can get in your information for a February 1 effective date, which sounds kind of odd. I know you guys strive to get that all in soon because we want everybody to have their ID cards in time. Uh, but uh, just knowing then for March, it is March 10th. So they give you quite a bit of grace period there. We always say get it in as soon as possible. Your clients will appreciate it. And just one more reminder, I did this last month, but I want to remind you again, maybe now you're catching your breath from January cleanup and you're saying, yes, 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 I need to get in and look at my group invoices and I need to um, make sure that they that there's no discrepancies because if you guys, honest to Pete, 
this happens where, you know, the enrollment took place and somebody didn't get added or didn't get taken off. And especially on the ones that didn't get taken off, I mean, the ones need to get added for sure. They're usually screaming because they don't have an ID card yet. But the ones that are still on and didn't get taken off, if the employer group is not looking at it and you're not looking at it, I mean, Wellmark will only go back so many days, I'll say months, but like maybe it's two months or whatever the number is. I can't remember. Uh, my team will tell me, but it doesn't matter. Like we need to be making sure that we're getting these people removed. So I'm just saying, yeah, they ought to do it. But as a good broker, a good agent, you should do that for your group. So make sure that um, that everything is reconciled between what you submitted and you know should be done and what is actually being billed. All right, reach out to us if you have any questions or problems because we can help you and we can get those corrected and they will go back and get those taken care of. If if we or you screwed up on something, we can. they'll usually be really good to get that fixed until a certain period of time, right? And like now is the time. <laughs> and then, okay, we'll leave it at that. Okay, in our meeting with UHC this week, um, they talked about this survey that was sent to all their groups. They talked about it being a mandate of the Consolidated Appropriations Act. Now, I will tell you guys, look, I just picked out the stuff in the CAA that was important to us as brokers and agents, but there were so many requirements for our carrier partners that they had to do, and honest to Pete, I'm not keeping track of all those for them. They're going to let us know, and this is one of them. So this um, survey that went out to them, this is so interesting, because stay with me, in the blue briefing, Walmart just pushed out their information. So UHC is saying, hey, our survey is just related to pharmacy information. So it's really about the PBMs and it's really about any of those. If you're on a, a self-funded UHC case um, and and you've got a separate you know, PBM than UHC, then this is really you. But if you are most likely you're using the prescription drug uh, pharmacy benefits manager, right, that UHC uses embedded in your fully insured product or level funded product, then UHC is saying, hey, we're taking care of a lot of that for you. So you really don't have to do anything because we're doing it. But notice here, it's, um, there is a penalty. Um, UHC has a June 1 uh, deadline, of course. And um, so, okay, that's that. So again, it, look, at, it says there is a penalty, but it's extremely vague right now. And, it, and most of it won't apply to the groups. You see what I'm saying? So it's like a little, a little sketchy here. But now check this out. So I'm going to go to the next page. So this was in yesterday's blue briefing. And as you guys know, I pull this stuff, try to pull our team. We try to pull the stuff out of those blue briefings that are important to you and get them in these monthly market updates. So this one just came out yesterday. And this is saying that they're getting more specific. It is Section 204 of the Consolidated Appropriations Act. But check it out. It's not only the, uh, the pharmacy information, but look what it's saying. It's medical benefit spending premiums and other plan expense information. And I love, too, they're calling this the tri-agencies. The Departments of Labor, Health, and Human Services all want this, and Treasury, right? So it's Labor, Health, and Human Services, and Treasury. These agencies want this information. So Wellmark is saying this is coming soon, and guess what? The employers will do this through employer connection. So they can submit their information to Wellmark so it can be compiled and then uploaded, if you will, to the, to the agencies. So what do you think Wellmark's doing? They're saying, hey, please make sure that all of your groups are registered for employer connection. And make sure you guys remember this. And there's a flyer on it. I didn't attach it here, but most of you have already done this. But if you have a new group and you're like, oh, geez, yeah, that's on my follow-up list. I got to get them signed up on that. Make a visit. Take them some rolls or cookies or fruit or whatever and, and let them know, no, no, I want to sit down with you and get this set up. And I want you to set me up in there, right, so you have access. And then you can be helpful because that's where you can help reconcile those bills, right? You can do so much when you are partnered with that um, employer group rep. So notice that they'll let us know when the tool's available. Um, the tool will be available on Employer Connection. They will let us know. We, in turn, will let you know for sure. And again, here's that June 1 deadline. So the carriers are responsible for submitting it, through, and it's a requirement of the CAA, um, but we need to give we your employer groups need to give them that information. So I found it interesting. UHC already sent out a survey. So if you got questions on it, so they want their people to fill it out that way. And then Wellmark's going to do it through employer uh, connection. So, okay, more to come, more to come on that. Um, okay, in our meeting with UHC again, we talked about um, Medicaid unwinding. And I a little bit was like, uh, 
leery about what they said because they're saying, hey, any employee active on Medicaid that receives notification. So like, think about this, you guys, you can have employees on your groups that are also that are getting Medicaid. They have waived your coverage because they're Medicaid eligible. And maybe they were before they were employed with you because this goes all the way back to COVID, you guys. So maybe target some of those new hires that got hired on during COVID or since COVID was kind of waning and you, you know employers started hiring more people. Um, UHC originally said you have 30 days to enroll and I was a little bit panicking. I'm like, that is not very much time. But we since have a correction, it is 60 days. That aligns with an SEP that we're used to in the individual market, but also now same as we're used to on the employer group market. So they're saying 60 days they have to enroll in that group plan. If they miss that 60 day window for that SEP to get on that employer group plan, they do need to wait until the next open enrollment. And that'll be a bugger because if they, I mean, they'd have to, if they want insurance and to try to get into the individual market for that employee, assuming that their coverage is, the, you know, um, meets the uh, quality and affordability, uh, they don't get a subsidy, right? So anyway, so this is, this is big on this Medicaid unwinding. We're going to talk a little bit more about that when we get to the individual market. But you group people, stay tuned because this impacts you too. <clears throat> okay, your employer group updates on the reporting obligation. Goodness sakes, um, I've put a little bit of information on here, but I will tell you there's an attached document for carrier specifics. Our agent group team led by Nakia, um, this team put together, and thank you guys for putting this together, what are all the carrier partners doing? Some do them for you, some you have to do something, some the employer group has to do something. So. There's different requirements for the reporting obligations. And so I just put some information on here regarding, you know, the 1095 C's, there's 1094 C's, there's a 1094 B, 1095 B. So notice here, and there's the A's, right, in the individual market. So this attachment that you guys can download through the handout section there, it's going to go through that starts with some of the individual market forms, then it goes into fully insured and level funded, and then carrier specifics, okay? So please download that for further questions, and of course our staff is here to help you as well on the um, agent group team. Okay, that time of year again, right? All right, this time of year again for CMS Medicare Part D reporting. Now, back in October, September, we would have been telling you about the document that the group would have had to give to their employees to say whether their coverage was creditable or not, meeting the Part D minimum standards. This requirement that we're talking about right now um, is actually now the group health plan needs to reach out to CMS and tell CMS whether their coverage is considered creditable or non-creditable, okay? So look here, I'm just gonna go to the next page. So this is applies to both self-funded and fully insured group health plans. Um, it's required, again, whether the prescription drug coverage is primary or secondary, that doesn't matter. Um, but notice, the disclosure must be provided to CMS within 60 days of the start of the plan year. And because so many of our plans um, start January 1 or renew January 1. The deadline is Tuesday, March 1st, and it's approaching. So please uh, make sure that you are providing that feedback to your employer groups. Um, and as that note says, it, that's, this is different than what we talked to you about in the fall because that's actually the, the disclosure to the actual Part D eligible individuals inside of that group to tell them personally, <laughs> whether their uh, drug coverage is creditable or not, okay? So important stuff here. This is all part of the compliance that you're responsible for doing for your employer group, and this is how you show your value. This is how you get AORs, you guys. This is how you get groups to come to you. When you start talking to them about things that you do for them and they look at you like deer in the headlights, they have no idea what you're talking about. That's a good sign, <laughs> okay? Um, all right. Wellmark average employee count. I talked about this last month, but I put it back in here again because they can reply. The letter they would have gotten in January would have talked to them about, hey, um, again, it's an ACA requirement. We need to know what size your company is to determine the market segment you're going to be quoted in. If they don't return this thing, they stay right where they're at. I'll bet a majority of our cases are going to do that. But where this is important is when you've got somebody that's really close to that 51 threshold, they're teetering around 49, 50, 51. 
they're, they're maybe at 45. Remember too, you guys, this is what they call average employee count. So that's different than are you an ALE, an applicable large employer, and that, that's the some ACA terminology as well. But this is a little different because this has to do with not do you have to pay or play. This has to do with um, what market you get quoted in by the, by the employer or the uh, carrier partner, okay? So super, super important here. If they don't reply, you and the, if the employer group doesn't reply but then decides they do want to reply after February 15th, because maybe they do want to get a quote now in that 51 plus market, we do need then a whole year's worth of JSR and we need that AEC form to move to the different market segment. And there's other rules around that, et cetera. Please note, groups under five employees do not need to complete or return the form. <laughs> so cross that off all those little groups you have. Okay. All right. Um, this one is just an announcement. Now, I, I, we just talked about employer connection and how Wellmark's going to push out some information on there for the employer group to respond um, on their plan, right? This is now talking about additional functionality that Wellmark's pushing out to the employer group. Now, let's face it, many of you do all of this for your employer groups. Many of you do. The smaller the group, probably the more you do. On your larger groups, they, even though they're small groups, the larger small groups, maybe, you know, they do have that HR person and they are engaged and involved. Um, that's fine. What they're saying now is, remember, last fall, Wellmark allowed these employers to literally add dependents, term dependents, and, and whatnot, and do some, some maintenance tasks on their portal for employer connection. And remember, some of that, when they make you a certain level user, you can do some of that. Well, what they're adding now is for the employer to actually complete the group's renewal all by themselves, all by themselves on employer connection. Um, and so notice here it said it uh, may include electing member benefits on providing an elect and providing an, um, an electronic signature. So instead of having to do the DocuSign and things like that. So more to come um, on this, I'm sure. But. It, we think it's a, a good thing, but again, many of you are doing this for your group, so um, so you'll you'll be plugged in now and know what that is that there's uh, it's coming not until February 23rd. So kind of keep an eye out for that. All right, and then uh, Wellmark is offering a webinar, and I try to post these because some of you guys, um, you know, Wellmark does some good stuff, and sometimes this is a if if you've got a group that's talking about well-being or wellness programs and and what do we what should we do this. What a great what a great idea for you to say hey can I come over and we'll sit together and listen to this um, and have a cup of coffee together so anyway just an idea another touch point with your group uh, but but if not you can attend your groups can attend it doesn't matter if you can't attend register anyway and they'll send you the link so you can listen to it on another day all right so it's all about Wellmark self-funded survey results what your peers are doing in 2023 um, so it's kind of interesting right Kind of interesting. All right, here we go. Health Partners Unity Point Health. So I mentioned to you guys we had a, a really great meeting with them actually just yesterday up in Fort Dodge, and and the whole team came up and and what a team they are. They, they they're so um there's they, they do such a great job. Now it doesn't mean there's no hiccups, but I I want to make sure you guys know. Look, their hotspots are in Cedar Rapids, Des Moines, Sioux City areas. So if if they're not in your area yet, you know we'll keep an eye out because they are offering their products in multiple counties, of course, across Iowa, but, but not every county, but they really have a strong network. They really do. I think the, there's a misnomer there when it says Unity Point Health, because it sounds like maybe that's the only provider you can go to. That's not true. They have contracts with the Mercy System. They have contract with, you know, University of Iowa. They have, they have contracts. They've got a really robust network. Their rates are, are, are pretty good right now. I mean, really good. So, um, and we're celebrating because we're so happy because of you guys and your willingness to listen and provide maybe something different for an, a group that's maybe been sitting on their same platform for a long time. Um, yeah, you guys have helped make KHI the largest GA in Iowa for health partners. So, um, okay, round of applause for you guys. Way to go. And you're open. And, and I just love that because, you know, too many times, right, we sit back on our laurels and go, well, they've been with the same carrier every year. They'll just take another 5% rate increase. And shame on us if we don't say, hey, would you like to take a look in the market or just get it for them and say, I want to show you this. Whether you want to see it or not, it's my obligation because I'll guarantee you guys we've been seeing it. Agents that are not doing this are losing groups. 
because somebody else is coming in and showing them information on another carrier with another idea, whether it's level funded, fully insured, just something different. So the other cool thing that uh, Health Partners is doing is they're offering no fee, HSA, HRA, and FSA administration, no fees. So anyway, worth a look, right? So uh, make sure you let your benefit consultant know, Allison, Tricia, Nakia, uh, that you want to be looking at, at that or is it available in your area as renewals come up the rest of this year. Okay. Uh, jumping over to the Medicare market. So we are in open enrollment right now. We do have till the end of March, of course, to do that. Um, and, and we can't market this and like advertise, hey, come on, uh, because technically, right, it's just really for those that are like, hey, I didn't realize my drug wasn't covered or, hey, I didn't realize my doctor or, hey, this is a great time, though, you guys, if somebody didn't have the right calculation on insulins, it wasn't calculating right last year. We did have a lot of problems. Rerun their drugs if they call and ask you about it. And you can move them to another MA plan. No problem at all. Just the first of the month following, right? So take advantage of that. Unfortunately, there are no five-star plans this year in the state of Iowa like we had last year with Health Partners. Um, but we do have some other things that we can do around SCP, and I'll get to that in just a second. So I wanted to make sure that I said this last month, but I have to tell you guys, this is hilarious. I was, I, I was like, oh, Oh, I got to make sure my sister knows about this. She would totally do this, right? She goes and gets her preventive exams every year. She just got onto uh, Wellmark's Medicare Advantage plan January 1. And it's hilarious. I go, hey, hey, Lori, I got to talk to you about this where um, you can go onto their portal. She goes, oh, no, oh, do you mean to get the $50 reward? <laughs> I'm like, oh, yeah, you got that? Yeah, because the, the members were sent a letter. Um, but it's like it doesn't automatically happen when they go get their preventive exam. It just doesn't. So there's something they need to do, right? And so anyway, you can direct them, but there it is, more information for you, or you can give them this link, and then they can enroll in those rewards, okay? So I just want to let you know that my sister, is, is she did it. She, My sister's always that type A oldest child, and she reads everything that comes in the mail. You guys have clients like that, right? <laughs> you might be like that. And she followed the directions. In fact, when she didn't have her ID card from Walmart, she goes, well, I have a letter here that says, I go, yep, you got it, Lori. Okay, but not everybody does that, right? We know our clients, and they don't all do that. So make sure you help them get enrolled in that, in that plan. So if they're doing their preventive exams, they can get a little something, something for it. Okay. All right. Uh, United Healthcare is having an issue printing the U-card. These are their, uh, their combination ID card and a barcode on the back that gives them their over-the-counter benefits and other things. I mean, I was learning about another gal I know. She's like, oh, yeah, I go walk, and as long as I get my steps, I connected my Fitbit. They send, they put money on my account. I'm like, holy crap, that's awesome. So um, there's more to it. This U-card is just a phenomenal idea. Um, they can go to the store and, and put a bunch of stuff in their cart for their over-the-counter benefit. And then I know at Walmart, I went with my mom one time, and they just scan it, and it takes all those items off at free char no charge. Like, what? Anyway, okay, so here's the issue. The U-cards were misprinted, right? It's not working. But it's just the U-card part, the over-the-counter part that's not working, okay? It's not the member ID card. That's fine on the front. It's the, it's the barcode on the back. So if somebody needs something right away and they don't have the right barcode, they can use their OTC benefit by uh, using the phone. They can go online or they can, if they're tech savvy, get the Healthy Benefits app and they can use the barcode there. Um, if they need the mom's meals, um, and that's something if they're in the, the DSNP folks, um, the dual special needs plans, uh, then they can just um, have it delivered to them that way, right? So Anyway, just know that they're fixing it, right? So hopefully that'll be done. I don't have a, a time frame as to when that'll they'll be fixed, but they'll be getting a new card, okay? All right, special enrollment. This I talked about last year. These are the, I'm gonna give you two time period, well, okay, two cases, but here's the special enrollment period insulin. So if you do have somebody complaining about that, at least right now, um, Part D is over, so Part Ds do need to go. Uh, call the 800 number there to um, Medicare. There it is, the 800 Medicare. They need to call that number um, to have their plan changed. Um, we, somebody told me, yes, it will change the agent of record. Somebody else said, no, it won't change the agent of record. I don't know, but to take care of your client, if they're really complaining and they're on a standalone Part D and something's not calculating right, you need to send them to 800 Medicare. Sit with them maybe and listen to see what happens and maybe you can continue to be on the policy as their agent. But um, this is really for those exceptional circumstances. Uh, and then the other um, 
Well, the other SCP, sorry, I thought I had it in here. I must have deleted it. The other SCPs, you guys, we know, right? It's it's the same ones where somebody's moved into the area, but there or any any other special enrollments are happening right now. Um, but otherwise, you're kind of limited. Um, and I know, I know, I had one in there about the uh, people at 150 percent of federal poverty or below. They continue to get a monthly special enrollment period. Um, but here is the Medicare Blue RX PDPs. So get this, you guys, this is another little glitchy thing. If you had a, a, somebody that was on the Medicare Blue standard plan and you moved them to the select plan, it, the, the AOR did not change. Now, if you were the agent of record on that, great. But if you helped somebody that wasn't getting help maybe from an agent um, that were on the standard plan, make sure you are the agent of record. And so we did attach the form in the handout section today for you. So. If you're not sure, we you, we can help you find out. You should be able to find out. We'll know too if you're not getting paid on it, right? Um, but anyway, we can get that AOR form attached and you can uh, download that and get it filled out. Now, don't forget that Wellmark, this is kind of unique with most senior carriers. Wellmark allows AOR changes on PDPs, MAPDs, and supplements all throughout the year, okay? So, so use that form, download that, please, and use that throughout the year. When people come into your office and they need help, you can get them AOR'd over to you. Remember that 10th of the month date? Get it in by the 10th of the month so you can become their agent first of the following month. That's a cool thing. There's most um, senior agent or senior carrier partners do not allow AORs. Okay. And then um, this one, ugh, this is the ugh, that they're going to do that. It's called the First Tier Downstream and Related Entities, FDR. I'm glad they said FDR. The monitoring is going to happen in February. This is coming from Blue Cross. That's the Medicare Blue PDP plan. So if you sell Blue Cross PDP plans, they're going to be monitoring, and they could pick you out to be um, to be looked at. And that means what? It means the, the one they're going to do is what they call the Federal Exclusion List. And I know it sounds really weird. Let me give you an example. So we have Jan in our office, our concierge. Thank you, Jan. Jan is not licensed, is not appointed, but she touches and talks to our clients regarding PDP. She touches their drug list. We have to make sure that people like Jan are not on the federal, you can't, you, you can't talk to our people, right, with PHI. Um, let me let me go to the next screen. Here it is. <laughs> it, it's the it's the list. These are the two lists. You somebody in your office is supposed to be checking this every month, and you go to these two websites and you make sure that those people in your office. Now look at it. it says you don't need to include the Wellmark appointed agents, but it's anybody else in your office that is not appointed with Wellmark but touches this stuff with your clients. You have to go, somebody has to go out to these two websites every month and make sure that the people in your office are not on the excluded individuals and entities list. Okay. Oh my goodness. So if you get monitored, you have to show proof. And I don't think I went on any more about what you need to do, but we know what you need to do. Let me just look and see. Yes, I did put in here. How do I show I'm compliant? Lordy, lordy. This is where you have to have the documents that you are on. You keep a screenshot of those results and shows that they're not on there. Like, anyway, you guys, this has been going on for years, but you've never been monitored. And let's pray you don't get monitored. If you do, and you need help, you call our office, but don't say I didn't tell you about this, okay? Because you're supposed to be doing this. I know we do it in our office, and it's kind of Monday, but it's just a once a month, we just do it, take a screenshot, yep, tuck it away, and look at that, the documentation. There it is, retained for 11 years, okay. All right, I, I, I didn't make up those rules, right? Just the messenger here. All right, another uh, note in the Medicare market here. Hi-V no longer participating in the UCARD network. So we just got done talking about the problems with the barcode on the UCARD for UHC. But now they're saying UCARD, uh, you cannot get your over, it's really about the over-the-counter benefit and spending those monies at Hy-V can't happen anymore. And, and really they're saying that it's, it's not just impacting UHC. They're saying, yeah, we think this is happening to more um, carrier partners. But they can, uh, obviously, you can use Hy-V for your prescriptions, but not for over-the-counter or healthy food anymore. So just note that. There, it looks like they're adding Dollar General, which I don't know what healthy food you can get at Dollar General. But um, anyway, the new cards are being mailed to the impacted members, et cetera. So, okay, just an update on that. If you see, you guys get these calls, right? We just want to let you know what's going on. 
Okay, on the Wellmark Medicare Advantage dashboard, if you go out there to your dashboard, uh, we reported this to Wellmark. They um, are working on it. I'm not sure that it's done yet. My team might know that. You can feel free to put that in the comment section under the questions, if you would. Um, I'll report on that when we get there, but um, it wasn't re re uh, properly affecting the, uh, reflecting rather the effective dates. So if you had somebody on prior, let's say you sold somebody in July because they aged into Medicare and then you rewrote them, they got moved to a 1-1-2023 effective date and it's like, wait a minute. Um, anyway, what they're gonna do is add that original effective date. So it'll show when you first enrolled them, that would be like the July one, and then it'll show um, the policy then you know renewed 1-1-2023. So anyway, just note, a little fine detail there that was confusing a lot of people. So that'll get fixed. And then scooching over to the individual market, Yay! Okay, huge round of applause. I don't have um, all, you know, all of you to do a shout out to. You know who you are because you got those emails. And it is wonderful. You guys, you should be posting this on your Facebook page. Hopefully then your friends share it. But the point is, right, you serve people in the under 65 marketplace and you served at least 20 consumers. You helped them enroll in marketplace coverage. So woohoo! Okay, round of applause. Way to go, guys. That is awesome. So leverage that. Leverage it. Leverage it. That's wonderful. Congrats. We had a bunch of you, so way to go. All right. We've been talking about Medicaid unwinding and how that's going to impact marketplace coverage. So we're starting to hear it, guys. It's happening. That, you know, the, the public health emergency is ending. Um, so notice this. Beginning April 1st, States will be able to start to terminate Medicaid enrollments for who for those that are no longer eligible. And then, of course, states have 14 months uh, to complete a renewal for all individuals in their program. So they're going to be going through and they really have to go and relook at their numbers and re, if you will, recertify them right for Medicaid coverage. So but notice here the redeterminations can begin as early as February 1st. So we believe they're already happening. So people are going to re receive this advance notice. Um, that they're, it'll, they'll term on April 1. So the sooner you can start enrolling, the better for them. Because as we understand that they're not going to do retro. So some of these could go without coverage. So you want to start as soon as they let you know they got their notice. Um, then you want to work with them on the marketplace. Or like I said, you can refer to us and we are happy to help those clients if you refer to KHI on some of those. But, but send them our way. Or if you're doing them, please, you guys help these folks out. Um, it's just wonderful. Perfect, perfect. Okay, here's the SEP. I moved it. Uh, I moved it here. Um, the SEP, remember, for low-income individuals, they can sign up year-round. So don't forget that if they're under um, uh, or up to 150% of federal poverty, so they can enroll, and that's really helpful because some of these folks did miss it. They can enroll. So there's, um, yeah, I'll leave it at that. So 150. So if they're under 20,000 for a single person, 20,385, and okay. So that's good news for getting folks on the marketplace that didn't think they could get coverage if they are low income. And then this is the one, sorry, I had this in the wrong order, but the SEP update on qualifying life events. I was talking about moving in or out of an area, marriage, divorce. Um, you can use that 60-day special enrollment period. And all I'm trying to say here, you guys, is um, the government is really getting loosey-goosey on any kind of attestation. Um, they're still going to require it for somebody that's lost group coverage, which I find kind of hilarious because that's really easy to, I mean, you can get a form and it's easy to say, yes, I have an employer, I can get a letter. Um, but notice this, that any other SEPs due to loss of other coverage is, is not going to require any kind of verification that we know of anyway for right now. So marriage, divorce, a move, yeah, there you go. And so they've been kind of loosey-goosey with people, so... Um, okay, they want to get everybody covered. I get it. I get it. Okay, final notice. Okay, February 24th is coming up. And if you are at least appointed, um, certified and appointed, and you guys, you know that Wellmark is the dominant carrier for these plans. When you have a Wellmark contract, you can sell this. You just need to get certified. You do the under 65 certification. The point is this. If you ever want to quote and enroll in under 65 this year, you have to connect your Health Sherpa account to the CMS FFM connection point, and it's all in Health Sherpa. So here's what I'm going to challenge you to do. If you think, you know, Lynn, I don't know, I might write some. Yeah, yeah, you know what? You want to get your certification done, then you want to get a Health Sherpa account, and then you want to get connected. And then at least you've got it for the rest of the year. 
just in case. Because it's saying here, if you don't do it by February 24th, you can't use any electronic enrollment platform. Nothing. You cannot submit applications, um, right, without completing this authentication. So do it. And then every 30, 30 days you go in and have to re reconnect. And it will remind you. So just try to remember to go in there and, and reconnect to it. Okay. Uh, we did attach, well, I think I did last time, but that FAQ is a hot link. So if you need more help with that, just click on that. It's on our website as well. Okay. Um, gosh, winding down here, the um, Wellmark under 65 ID cards. We've had a couple of issues um, with this. So the first one is incorrect deductible and out-of-pocket maximums. Okay, about 750 folks were um, uh, ha had that issue, right, were affected. And notice that the, the ID cards issued after the 14th of December are the corrected versions. So, okay, let's hope so because there were just they're just ID card issues with Wellmark this year. Holy cow. So here's one type of a er error. Get this. I just found this was in the blue briefing from yesterday. Another round of errors in ID cards. These folks, approximately 1,140 members, received the wrong three letter prefix to their Wellmark ID card. So they're out of pockets and their deductibles are fine, but the three letter prefix is wrong. So that's being so you're going to get some of these calls why do i have another card which one bring them both in let's take a look at them right and you might need to tell them that <laughs> okay um and then don't forget about the family glitch um we talked about this last month probably ad nauseum but the affordability for an employer for employer coverage for family members of employees is different now and so that's a hot link um we had this attached last month as well but you can certainly access that but this is, you guys, I think now's the time. It was just so crazy fourth quarter to try to have these conversations. But if groups are saying, hey, as you're renewing new groups now, um, these folks um, can come off, although it's it's not, we don't have um, for the individual market, right? Um, but loss of group coverage, right, is a special enrollment period to get them onto individual coverage. So there's all kinds of rules and regulations around the group renewing and checking affordability and when people can pull off that. Maybe there's families and, or spouses that want to pop off and get a subsidy on the individual marketplace, and now they can do that with the family glitch being fixed. So this should be a point of conversation for you and your employer groups looking at their demographics specifically. See how many of them have spouses and kids on, the, on their plans. Okay. And then Oscar just put, put, pushed out something that said, hey, you know, let's, they're calling this their account creation initiative. They really want their clients to, to connect electronically, get online, um, et cetera. So they just kind of had this cute little, hey, here's what you can do. So those of you that sold Oscar, and we did have several of you sell Oscar, and they are so appreciative. We met the, the contact. I mean, goodness sakes, one guy flew in from California and the other guy from Arizona to meet with KHI. Because we've got agents right in Oscar. And so my hat's off to you guys. Uh, congrats, especially Marty and Janet. You know who you are. Um, Marcy, Tracy, I think you're also. Thank you guys for um, for just supporting this new carrier in the market and, and giving us a little traction. So they're super um, helpful. Um, I think they are. They won't, I don't know that they'll be able to be at our Partners in Excellence event, but they're definitely supporting us. So Oscar's not going away. I think people thought maybe they would. But anyway, it's just their initiative to try to get folks to get their online Oscar account because they are quite tech savvy and they want them using those tools. So that's my little plug there for Oscar. Okay, Iowa updates, Fed updates, and then we'll get to the Q&A. Get this now, you guys. And I thought this was important because notice how the last bullet, it impacts the, vi or threatens the vitality of Iowa's healthcare system. So I found this interesting, but it, the bill did pass the legislature. I think it's uh, waiting for Governor Reynolds' signature, but they did finally kind of rein in some of the medical malpractice um, and tort reform that we've been hearing about doing this now on a local local level. You know, whether you're for it or against it, um, there's some great articles about it out there. So if you just Google House File 161 in Iowa, you you can get more of the back and forth. And it was really um, split. It was a very bipartisan issue. You had uh, Democrats and Republicans for and against this, but it did pass. And they're putting some caps now on what they call the non-economic damages. And then you'll notice that it did not limit the economic damages or punitive awards. So, But this is really impacting doctors and hospitals, limiting their uh, exposure. So maybe, I mean, I think it's good for, for us, at least in this market, to try to hold costs down. 
Okay. And this slide, I love this slide. You guys have commented you love this slide. You can take a screenshot of this or you can wait for Kaylee to post these slides. But um, the Kaiser Family Foundation does this um, every year. And, and yet I just, we waited and waited and waited. We're already in 2023 and we just got 2021 results of where is everybody enrolled in the state of Iowa. And notice you guys that our uninsured rate ticked up. So go to the far right. Isn't that interesting? Like I thought we were really doing great, but maybe something wonky happened during COVID. And so we'll see, because maybe by 2022, as we're coming out of COVID and we get those numbers updated, um, we won't get those, of course, probably till 2024. But I do like seeing where is the growth? where it, Where is the movement happening? And so, you know, just look at the group market, right? Um, a slight downtick in the group market. So just slightly, though, um, you know, you can uh, you can say, well, uh, some people just closed their groups and went to the individual market because we did have an uptick in the individual market by over 13,000 members just right here in Iowa. So, you know, I've talked to you guys about get into this market. There's people there that need help. Um, it's there. And then notice the Medicare market. Um, a tick up again, or actually staying about the same. Notice that 15.6, but we're, we've got some rounding issues here. It, we did grow, and that has to do with those boomers continuing to age into Medicare, although many of them are not even taking Medicare and they're continuing to work. Um, I could be one of those because I'm on an HSA, and I'm going to probably waive my A and B for a little while. So while I'm still actively working, I can keep contributing to my HSA on my employer group plan, right? Um, and then notice Medicaid. Uh, a tick up on the Medicaid as well. Again, we can we can credit that to COVID um, and more people uh, qualifying and then not being kicked off uh, because you couldn't be kicked off during COVID. Uh, military is uh, relatively the same, uh, but a slight downtick in military. And then there's, as I commented, already the uninsured rate. So the other thing I kind of like, you guys, you know, as a nice trivia, how many, uh, what is Iowa's population? And we're just over 3 million people in the state of Iowa. And we did tick up about 32, just over 32, almost 33,000 um, people here in Iowa. So that's an interesting statistic as well I, I thought I'd share with you guys. So um, I left off the unemployment. I'm giving it a break. I got tired of talking about, you know, 2.9 or 3.1 unemployment rate. It's low, okay? It's still low, you guys. I'll throw that back in another time, but I thought this was uh, helpful as well. And then last but not least on our federal news, and then we'll open it up to questions right at the end here, is the new SSA.gov website. Now, we just put together some documents to help you guys help your clients. Here's where you have to click. Well, guess what? Those need to be updated now because they've got a new updated website. I think it's going to be easier to navigate. You'll notice there's a place right um, right here where it says Medicare, and you can it'll say apply. You can go right um, down. I think it was, let's see. Apply for benefits, um, right there, sorry, sign up for Medicare right there instead of planning for retirement. Because remember, this site, you have to have an SSA.gov login, which is really for you to sign up for your SSA benefits and look at your statements online. But this is also the portal. You have to go to sign up for Medicare, and you can sign up for Medicare without getting your benefits. But you still have to have an SSA.gov account in order to sign up for Medicare. So more to come on that. Um, and Kaylee, if you'll put that on your list of things that you and I want to do, let's get that thing updated. I'll, I'll work with you on that and get that to you so you can um, get that posted out on our website and we can even have that accessible to you guys um, too. Okay, so here it is, questions and comments. I wanted to let you know, I just, I have to chuckle about February and love, right? And so can it, can it always not be that romantic love? Can it just be willing the good of another? I just love that definition. So, okay, let me pull out the questions here. I think we had a couple questions or maybe a chat. Um, let's see. Uh, uh, uh. Okay, it looks like Nakia just said, hey, she sent um, an email to Health Partners for clarification. So that sounds good. Okay, you guys, no comments this morning. Um, sometimes I get a, hey, good morning, uh, but no, no, no worries, no worries. I, I know you're out there. I think you're out there. <laughs> um, but I, um, I have a question for you then. So if you don't have any questions or comments for me, here's my question. So get your little fingers ready on the Google bar. And let's see if I can do this this correctly. Um, and just have this fly in, I hope, without doing the last The Okay, hang on. There we go. How many love days are there in February? I know it's a silly question, but I found it in my Google searches last night. How many love days are there in February? 
Now, you might just say, one, it's February 14th, but I'll just tell you that's not correct. And I will tell you, all three, okay, Kaylee, if you're on, all three came in at the same time, identically, and I'm giving it to Justin Brokaw, Jamie Brahman, and Maddie Tapper. So I'm marking the three of you. It is seven. Look at this, you guys. I just am cracking up. I'm like, what? Seven, Rose, Propose, Chocolate, Teddy, Promise, Hug, and Kiss. And it all starts, and I just learned this last night, on February, so back up the 14th, it starts on February. It'd be 7th, 8th, 9th, 10th, 11th, 12th, 13th. There's your your seven love days. So I'm already behind the eight ball. I haven't done any of this. <laughs> um, and we're, but we're on, we're on February 10th. So hey, you know, is it chocolate today? Seven, eight, nine. I guess it's the teddy bear today. Anyway, um, that's just having fun with you guys. It is 10 o'clock and, uh, I do love you guys. I wish, uh, the best for you always. It's, it's willing the good of another. And so I hope that sticks with you today and in your days ahead. So, Take care, have a wonderful day, a great weekend, and we'll look forward to being in touch with y'all real soon. Take care. Bye.